Welcome to Kids and Their Dog, a Scooby-Doo movie review and recap podcast. I'm your Hanna-Barbera, talking animal Cassidy, and my pronouns are she and they. I'm Lava, they, them. And it's just a regular normal one, because this one's going up uh, at the very end of the year. Mm-hmm. Bring in the new year with us. Yeah. In our nearly final episode we have like two more episodes yeah <laughs> of movies worth left yeah uh, uh, uh not uh, very many not a whole lot um just no news there's no news to be said but we do have questions mm-hmm. uh and so let's just go ahead and jump into those uh, i'll start with the ones from charlie deck the halls with bowels of charlie at magical underscore pride. If you accidentally pulled a sword out of a stone, would you accept the responsibility or try to put it back? I would put it back. I would also put it back, because, uh, no. Even if I was, like, in the woods and no one saw me, I'd be like, uh, well, I'm just gonna. <laughs> admittedly, I would never even attempt, because you know that stuff is cursed. Yeah. It's like, like, Outside of literally just the the mythos of King Arthur, it, it's it's cursed, right? The sword is cursed. That's a cursed sword. You wouldn't go near it. Who would be a better ruler of England, Sonic or Scooby Doo? Okay, so the context for this is that in the video game Sonic the Hedgehog and the Black Knight, um, Sonic gets sucked into the storybook of King Arthur, mm-hmm. uh, and has the sword uh, that turns out to be Excalibur. And also defeats King Arthur in combat. Uh, so the game does not say that Sonic the Hedgehog is the rightful king of England, but I always say that because he has Excalibur. And that's the context for this question. Hmm. Let me see if I can find a picture of Sonic the Hedgehog in, quote, Excalibur mode. <laughs> which is like the so- super Sonic mode in that that game. He's got like a little butt cape. This is someone's fan art, and it's just like a good pose of all the art that the image search is showing me. Oh, nice. That's really cool looking. Yeah. It's just so funny that like the cape furls out, and like when you look at it, it's like literally just from his butt. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know. I think Scooby-Doo would probably make the better ruler of England. They already have a thing for dogs, for one. Hmm. Um, and for two, Sonic doesn't even lead a resistance movement. He couldn't, he couldn't lead anything. (laughs) Things could be, like, led in, like, on behalf of him by other people in that, like, they get inspired by the things he does or whatever. Mm -hmm. But he's not, he's not for that. What do you think? I don't know. I'm kind of agreeing with you, Scooby-Doo. I think they would be more likely to be... Moved by a talking dog than a talking hedgehog. Hmm. But also, the talking hedgehog might impress them. It's hard to say. Uh, next question from Charlie is, Favorite interpretation of Arthurian legend and or, if easier, medieval media? I don't remember anything ever in my life, so this is very difficult for me. Uh, you know what Arthurian interpretation I think of? hmm I think of the one that we had to do in college. <laughs> oh my gosh, I forgot about that! Uh, I can't forget about it because literally every op- time I open up the folder that has all, all my finished art in it, mm-hmm. it has the fucking art we did for that. That's hilarious. <laughs> in it. Wow, I can't believe you remember that. I don't remember that at all. 
Except you telling me that right now. Yeah, that was very, very, very early on in our friendship. Yeah, that's funny. Um, The most recent thing I've watched, aside from this movie that we're going to cover today, was uh, The Green Knight, and that was fun. I've heard The Green Knight is good. It's very good. I have thoughts about the ending and how it uh, differs from the uh, original story, but overall, it's like fascinating as a watch hmm. trying to think if there's any other ones um hmm let me just type in the words excalibur in media oh okay um how about the the pinball table black knight 2000 that's not ex- explicitly arthurian legend but mm-hmm. it's cool mm-hmm. hmm. oh <laughs> Wait a second. Oh, wait a second. I need to actually... I'm going to have to actually look this up. I'm going through a list of works based on Arthurian legend, right? On Wikipedia. Mm-hmm. And I got to the modernizations and parodies. Transformers The Last Night. Huh? What? I, I actually have to watch this movie now. Because I'm very uh, curious. I know, I know one of those movies has Optimus Prime riding a Tyrannosaurus with a sword. Wh- oh... Interesting. I think this was like one of the last Michael Bay ones before they did a reboot into a m- much better designed kind of movie franchise. Hmm. Um, and I remember, I remember seeing the trailer and thinking, "Oh, that looks interesting," and then hearing very terrible things about it. So, but now I actually have to look it up because why the heck is it on this list? Um, the only other thing I can think of is the, uh, video games from Sierra that I don't remember the names of. King's Quest. King's Quest. Very, very similar vibes. Hmm. Uh, I'm on the TV Tropes page for Excalibur, and I've gotten down to the section on webcomics. Uh-huh. In Homestuck, one of Dave's side <laughs> yep. quests in Spurb was to find and retrieve Catelfwitch, yep. yep. a.k.a. the legendary I piece of fish. I it! I wasn't gonna say it! <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't going to say it, but that's another thing that I was like, oh, wait a second. I remember that sword. I remember the name of the sword, and I will never forget the name of the sword. Gosh. Anyways, I think we've covered it. Yeah, definitely. Uh, last question from Charlie is, would you fight a dragon? Depends on what over, but most you likely know, that's not. That's a good point. That is a very good point. It does depend on the context of the fight. Yeah. It's like, do I have an advantage? I don't know what that advantage would be, but if I had it, maybe. But also, yeah, is it not? Maybe it's not like a physical fight, or yeah. maybe it's just like a general argument over like mm-hmm. the last piece of like a cake or something. Mm-hmm. But most likely not. Probably not. No. All right. Now we have a bevy of questions here from Tanner at Sparky Upstart. Current display name: Tanner. Hit the snow button. The snow is in all caps. <laughs> uh, first question is. Since both Hanna-Barbera and Rooster Teeth are owned by Warner Bree, what are the chances of Ruby or Caboose showing up on Guess Who, Scooby-Doo? First uh, of Caboose. all. Caboose. Oh, go ahead. First of all. What? Huh? I had to look that up because I had no idea. Uh, I just assumed it was true. It made sense to me. Yeah, it is true. They're a subsidiary. But yeah. For the folks at home, I believe Tanner is referring to Ruby of the show Ruby. Which is spelled W R V Y or R W B Y. 
I said that wrong. Um, and then Caboose is from the old, the very, very old Machinima series, Red versus Blue. So old. I have a confession. I never knew that RWBY and Red versus Blue were two separate things. I've always yeah. assumed that they were exactly the same. Uh, yeah, Ruby is like a, like a it's like a mediocre 3D anime mm-hmm. <laughs> that people really, really like because it's made by the Rooster Teeth people. Yeah, that happens. Two thousand thirteen. When did Red Blue vs. Blue come out? I don't think Caboose would show up because Caboose is a Master Chief. Uh, but I also don't see Ruby doing that. Maybe in like a comic. They do Ruby comics. I never watched any of them, so I don't have any input. I also have not actually watched any Ruby. I just, I've heard lots of people complaining and talking about it. <laughs> uh, Tanner's next question. Uh, they ask, earlier today, a co-worker referred to another co-worker scraggly stubble as, quote, looking like Shaggy Doo, end quote. What does this imply? Shaggy Doo being spelled like it's it's Scooby Doo. Uh, I think what this implies, this is my opinion here. Uh, You remember how in Big Top Scooby Doo, Mm -hmm. Shaggy had that horrible dream sequence where Scooby Doo turned into a human man? Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. And now I'm going to. This is the opposite. This is when Shaggy turns into a dog. Yeah, and immediately gets adopted. Because, of course. Yeah. I'm sorry, I think you mean Melvin Doo? Yeah. 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 Nailed it. Uh, next question is, how would Scooby and Shaggy distract a gray old one in order to escape from it? Uh, well, let me tell you all about this fantastic series called Scooby-Doo Mystery Incorporated. Mm-hmm. I was like, mm, this sounds kind of familiar as a concept. Just, uh, just watch that and you'll understand. <laughs> uh, next question is, the players in Scooby-Doo Clue appear to be Mystery Inc. and a random maid. Which Cano character should replace this maid? I assume Cannon. Uh, Hot Dog Water? Hot Dog Water would be good if you're going for Mystery Incorporated era. Uh, If you're going for non-Mystery Incorporated era, maybe like Batman. (laughs) Yeah. People love having Batman in there. Um, You could do Emile Mandevarius or Mondevarius. Uh Mr. Bean from uh, the movie. Hmm, what other, like, iconic early Scooby-Doo characters are there? Aside from, like, villains. There's the Hex Girls, but there's three of them. That's true. And it would feel weird to just be like, yeah, 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 you're playing as, um, her name's not Fang. Fang's one of the other ones. I don't remember. The one that's red, the red one. Mm -hmm. Like, I would do Scrappy-Doo, but I also don't know who they replaced Mr. Body with. So maybe Scrappy-Doo was found dead in Miami. (laughs) What if it was just Tim Curry? That would be really, really funny. These are all good options, I think. Uh, Between Fred and Scooby, who got worse marks in grade 12 English? I think the answer's Fred. (laughs) I mean, Scooby wasn't, like, enrolled in the school. Mm -hmm. But Fred would have gotten worse marks. Would Scooby and Shaggy enjoy going to a cat cafe? What about a raccoon cafe? What about an owl cafe? Why is my phone autocorrecting cafe to be a proper noun? Hmm. Based off of zombie island rules, Scooby would not be good to bring to a cat cafe. 
Or probably a raccoon cafe. Yeah. Uh um, I think they would be scared of an owl cafe. I don't know. I Owls think Owls are like I, a little creepy to them, I think. I remember an owl scene where Scooby was pretending to be an owl. Is that in Zombie Island? Uh that might have been in Zombie Island, because like he makes his eyes all big and yeah. then he curls up his ears like a yeah. horned owl. Yeah. Maybe. I feel like it depends where on the timeline. I think modern Scooby and Shaggy would be fine mm-hmm. at any of these. I think, like, even ten years ago, Scooby would uh, tear the place apart. Yeah. As for why your phone is autocorrecting cafe to proper noun, I think you just need to sp- spell it lowercase more often. Mm-hmm. It uh, figures out what you'd, what your usual spelling is. Yeah, maybe you've only used cafe at this point in like terms of named cafe places that mm-hmm. have cafe in the name. Tanner, you've played too much Pokemon Cafe. Could be that, could be that. Um, this is this next question is a reference that I don't have context for. I think I do. May- maybe? Kind of? Not really? I immediately thought about the movie, but now that I think about it, it might not actually fit within context of the movie. Uh, the, the question here is that they've asked us, if I give you 12 pancakes, can I have a sword? Yes. Um, yeah, sure. I got one laying around. I'm going to search this with quotes on Google and see if I get anything. No results found for if I give you 12 pancakes, can I have a sword? No results found for if I give you 12 pancakes. I'm imagining this as like that meme the like offer you get i get mm-hmm. i get 12 pancakes you get a sword mm-hmm. that's literally the only context i could even imagine for this yeah other than just a silly question that tanner has asked us to catch us off guard because we assume tanner's questions are always a reference to something i know right all right but that was the last question so uh, i guess we should probably start talking about the movie then yeah huh? movie we watched is scooby-doo or it's called Sword in the Scoob. Scooby-Doo Sword in the Scoob or something like that. Yeah. Just search Sword in the Scoob and you'll find it. Mm-hmm. Scooby-Doo the Sword in the Scoob. I have have it written in my notes here. It was released on February 23rd, 2021. Written by Jeremy Adams. Not the founder of Hartford, Connecticut, but a writer on Supernatural and Teen Titans Go vs. T- Teen Titans. And unfortunately, also Scooby-Doo Return to Zombie Island. I have oh. to say this explicitly. Because if you go to the Wikipedia page for this movie, you can click on the name Jeremy Adams and it'll take you to a page on the founder of Hartford, Connecticut. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Uh, it's also written by Maxwell Adams, who you would recall was uh, on Happy Halloween Scooby-Doo hmm. and also uh, you know, Grim Adventures of Billy and Mandy, etc., etc. Mm-hmm. Uh, directed by Maxwell Adams, Christina Soda, and Mel Zwire. Featuring the voice acting talents of Frank Welker as Scooby-Doo, Fred Jones, and Monster. Great Lyle Griffin as Daphne Blake, Morgan Le Fay, Mrs. Wentworth, and Dragon. <laughs> Matthew Lillard as Shaggy Rogers. Kate Micucci as Velma Dinkley and Sandy. Jason Isaacs as King Arthur Pendragon and Winston Pilkingsonshire. Uh, and also Thunder the Bi- Thunder the Barbarian. Mm-hmm. Nick Frost as Merlin. Greg Ellis as Harold, with an with an A. Herman Ellinger, 
and British Passenger. Ted Barton as Mayor Saunders and Sir Lancelot. Spike Brandt as Mr. H.B. Spike Brandt, uh, I should point out, in case people don't think that name sounds familiar but don't know from where, uh, was like a writer-director on a lot of these movies alongside uh, Tony Cervone. Tony Cervone also went on to do Scoob. Mm, okay. So he's just in this movie. Uh, Trevor Duvall as a man cat. Stephen Stanton as peanut vendor. Fred Tashiore, or Fred Tashiore as Black Knight. And Carrie Walgren as female peasant. This film was originally titled Scooby-Doo and King Arthur's Court, mm-hmm. but was later retitled to The Sword and the Scoob. Uh, also, Jason Isaacs was Dick Dastardly in Scoob. This probably, I think, I mean, they probably got a hold of him around a similar time. Oh, yeah, it's definitely... In that same vicinity of stuff getting worked on. Uh, And in his Tumblr blog, Maxwell Adams stated that The Sword and the Scoob was originally meant to be the end of the Scooby-Doo Return to Zombie Island trilogy, and that it had been completely storyboarded before he came on board. Which seems very strange to me. Fascinating. Thank goodness it apparently is not. I imagine they took a lot of the stuff out that would have been in that. Yeah. We start with a redubbed episode of Thundar the Barbarian that some guy is watching on a plane. For the folks at home, mm-hmm. you might remember Thundar the Barbarian from the uh, Cartoon Network parking lot bumper uh, where he says the words, Wise Papa Smurf, corrupted by his own power. I'm going to be honest with you. I didn't think it was a real cartoon. Oh, that's real. This is like an abridged episode of Thunder of the Barbarian, where they're just making jokes about it, I think. Mm-hmm. I've never watched an episode of Thunder of the Barbarian, so I could not tell you if that is the case for sure. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. Uh, Monster shows up on the wing of the plane. It's, uh, and it's a very uh, Twilight Zone moment. Yes. Uh, I believe IMDB, or like the, the Scooby-Doo fandom wiki, explicitly pointed that out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I saw it and I was like, oh, this reminds me of something. I had to look up which what it is. It's Nightmare at 20,000 feet, um, mm-hmm. where there's a goblin on the wing, and it's attacking the plane. Uh, but it differs from the, the Twilight Zone immediately, because Shaggy and Scooby, like, open up the, the hatch to do Hold something. On. Real quick. Yeah. The, the best part about the monster showing up on the wing and people freaking out is that someone in the background shouts, he's attacking the aluminium. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah. I was like, what? <laughs> that happens in like the first minute and a half and it did have me legitimately laughing. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. So they open up one of like the door hatches before the wing of the plane and Scooby falls just out of it. Mm-hmm. And but Shaggy grabs a hold of his tail. It, it turns out that this is their plan. Scooby-Doo opens up a parachute in the face of the goblin, and then the goblin gets, like, caught up in it, and instead of, you know, going through the engine and destroying the plane and causing a huge disaster, instead the parachute kind of floats back, like the strings of the parachute floats back towards Velma and Daphne at the end of the plane, and they drag it in. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Then we cut to the plane having been landed, everybody's gone, it's morning. And they've got the monster wrapped up and uh, Mr. HB, the hangar's owner and uh, owner of the airline, is there. Yep. Um, And we get an unmasking. Revealing. Herman Herman Ellinger, Ellinger, who apparently 
wanted to get cheaper tickets by scaring everyone away from the airplanes. Airline tickets are too expensive. Daphne agrees with them. Airplane prices are the real monster. Yep. Um, uh, Velma figured out that it was him beforehand because of the DNA samples that uh, she had run on some plates from the, the plane. Uh, but because Shaggy and Scooby also, you know, had their DNA ran from eating off plates in the plane, they get readouts of their ancestry, I guess. Mm-hmm. Which, you know, that's fine. Whatever. Um, Scooby has ancestors in Denmark. He's a great Dane. Yeah. And Emphasis on the great. <laughs> and Shaggy apparently has ancestors in a little place called Norville or Morgania. Or, yeah, Norville or Morgania. Um, a little English village. Mm-hmm. Velma Googles it and says that it's one of those places suspected to have once been Camelot. Mm-hmm. And has some of the best fish and chips. Uh, Fred says that they don't have the money to go because airplane tickets are so expensive. Well, they they didn't they don't go into the mystery solving b- business for money. Uh huh. And um, he does hammer home the expensiveness again. Yeah, but then uh, Mr. H B, the airline owner, says, "Well, it's lucky that they just saved an airline, so they get a free trip." Yep. HP obviously has to be for, like, Hanna-Barbera, right? It's gotta be, like, Probably. a funny reference. Yeah. Probably. Um, we get some uh, uh, tourist pictures, classic British tourist pictures. Mm-hmm. It's, um, it's the, the opening credits montage. Yeah. yeah. Um, and apparently, after the intro, uh, we cut to the mystery machine. Yeah, it got shipped over. Yeah. It's so nice of Mr. HB for shipping over the mystery machine as well. Yeah. Uh, Fred is driving without a map and is also on the wrong side of the road because Jones men have an innate sense of direction. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, they arrive in town as I- the town is preparing mm-hmm. for the bimillennial celebration. Uh, Shaggy is really excited about all the various foods. Yes. Okay. So I have a list here of the things that he says. Good. I'm glad. And what they are. Uh, it's not everything that he says, but uh, these are all the things that he says that are 100% real. Mm-hmm. Uh, fish and chips, obviously. Bangers and mash, which, you know, it's, you know, sausage and potatoes. Uh, toad in the hole. It's a sausage cooked in Yorkshire pudding with an onion gravy. Welsh rarebit is toast covered in a cheesy sauce. Bubble and squeak is a mixture of potatoes and cabbage. Jellied eels are boiled eels served cold. And angels on horseback are oysters wrapped in bacon. There is another one in there that you haven't mentioned. Yeah, no, these are the ones that were only in the list. I don't know what the other one was. Okay, gotcha. What was it? Uh, he does say spotted left. dick at one point. Oh, yeah. Well, that's just that's not like a dish. That's just like a thing. Yeah. You get that at the grocery store. Yeah. It's just a pudding. Yeah. But it was just like, I was listening to it. I was like, oh, oh interesting that they actually went there and said it. So it's not that mm-hmm. big of a deal, but I was just kind of like, oh, I wasn't expecting that. Yeah. Um It's like how in Spy Kids, um what's her name? The the kid that isn't Junie says holy shiitake mushrooms. Yeah, Cameron. Cameron, yeah. Uh anyway, Shaggy and Scooby leaves to go grab food and Fred is like, Man, this place is run down. Mm-hmm. was like, Well, it's medieval architecture. And Daphne says, and I have to say this exactly how she said it, because it did catch me off guard. She's like, Dudes! The place we're staying in is all that remains of the standing of the Kingdom of Camelot. 
<laughs> the way she hits dudes is so strong. <laughs> Daphne's really interesting in this movie. Um, this is, you know, I, I think it's like the Maxwell Adams approach because it was like that in a Happy Halloween Scooby-Doo too. Yeah. Uh, Fred is now actually excited to be here because it's actually more interesting now. Velma says there's very little evidence that uh, Camelot ever existed. Yeah, and the mayor um, comes up with his assistant and comes to argue about the existence of Camelot because apparently they have evidence. And the evidence- yes, the story about how the town got its name. Yep, because the town has a name based off of this story uh, where Sir Norville rescued King Arthur. After he was attacked by Morgana. Mm-hmm. Velma says there's no way to prove any of the legends due to the era of when they were from. Uh, Shaggy and Scooby show back up and they talk about Shaggy's name being Norville, which is his first name. Uh, and while it has been handed down for generations, that's still not like 100% how that would work. But who cares? Yeah, it's fine. It's uh, Shaggy logic. Yeah. Shaggy reveals a medallion that has been handed down um, you know, through his family. It's got like a crest on it that it's says a, his his mom gave it to him for luck. Yeah, I don't know what the symbol on it is. It looks like there's like a helmet on the front part, but I do not know what is going on in the background. It, I didn't look. It might have been a coat of arms. It's definitely supposed to be a coat of arms, but it is like a very strange series of shapes that I could not parse. Mm-hmm. Uh, it also says on it, uh, Ekis Rex. Norval, which Google Translate same says is translated as Knight of King Norval. Hmm. Interesting. Uh the bell rings and the clock tower is shown to have the same crest on it. Mm. As, the, as the little medallion. Uh the mayor is kind of put off by this and walks away and starts whispering to the to the townsfolk, and everybody starts acting real weird. Uh, and they're just like, oh, it's just small town stuff. Yeah. Hey, Daphne, remember that time you dyed your hair blonde and everybody in the northwestern town was talking about it? And then they all turned into fish people and tried to eat us? That's not so much a a small town thing. So much as a, a mystery ink thing. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what this is a reference to. <laughs> I don't think it's a reference to anything. I think it's just a funny thing to anecdotally mention. Yeah. Yeah, I just, it feels like it should be like a movie reference or yeah. something, you know? It feels like it should exist somewhere in the Scooby-Doo uh, canon, but it doesn't. It's just mentioned here. Like uh, like a film adaption of a Lovecraftian movie or something. Yeah. Or like a Stephen King book. Mm-hmm. But they go to the library where there's a librarian. Um, yeah, Velma follows her nose to get there. She mm-hmm. can sense it. She points at her nose and says, I can, I can smell it. Yeah. Uh, Velma asks about the history books. Of note, the librarian, when they arrive, is getting off the phone, apparently was talking to someone, and she understands what they are saying, and immediately tries to ignore the gang. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, also, De- Velma makes a bunch of Dewey Decimal System jokes. Yeah. Um. But yeah, they get given the cold shoulder for a bit. Uh, someone is also just watching them. We never get any- We <laughs> never get a, resol- a, a resolution on that. Nope, there's a couple things that I'm thinking about back on. I'm like, there wasn't a resolution to that. Nope, there's a, there's a, yeah, it's, it's, um, we'll get into this. We'll get into this later. The cold gust of wind blows in yeah. uh, as they're reading the storybook of the town. Of, uh, the librarian does tell them that the library will be closing soon for the festival. 
and mm-hmm. she's kind of skeptical on why it should even, you know, be celebrated. Uh, but that's not mentioned again. Um, Morgan Le Fay, this is the story. Morgan yeah. Le Fay attacks King Arthur, Sir Norval, and his dog, who is pictured in the book but is not mentioned out loud. Mm-hmm. Uh, wielding Excalibur, won a tournament and became king, and was once again attacked by Morgan Le Fay and stolen away by a dragon. King Arthur decrees that if Norval or any of his children return, they will once again be crowned ruler of Norville or Morgania. I guess also Camelot mm-hmm. at that time. Uh, Shaggy and Scooby left mid-story to hide, and then everybody leaves the library. Mm-hmm. But they find that the town appears completely deserted. Yep. Uh, so Daphne and Fred start dancing to try to restart the party as Shaggy and Scooby start beatboxing. <laughs> uh, but instead, suddenly a thunderstorm appears, and Morgan Le Fay, who is extremely mad about Sir Norville, appear- uh, is is here. And is extremely also voiced by Great Delilah Griffin. Yeah, very, very, very much so. Um, uh, she's here to finally have her rev- revenge on Sir Norval. Mm-hmm. And so they get in the mystery machine and drive off. And Morgan chases them to a henge that has a statue of Sir Norval in it. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and then Morgan Le Fay casts a spell of go back in time upon them and also go to sleep. Yep. Like a whole bunch of smoke and lights and they get really sleepy. And suddenly we see a whole bunch of old scenes from other cartoons of Scooby-Doo, which I thought was I have a list. Yeah. I have a list of everything. Uh, Scenes from past Scooby-Doo series and movies can be seen when Mystery Inc. or time traveling, including Scooby-Doo on Zombie Island, Scooby-Doo in Where's My Mummy, Scooby-Doo Moon Monster Madness, Happy Halloween Scooby-Doo, New Scooby-Doo Movies, Be Cool Scooby-Doo, Scooby-Doo Mystery Incorporated, a pup named Scooby-Doo, Scooby-Doo and the Beach Beastie, which is like one of those, um, one of those things that we're not watching because it's like a 30 minute special, Scooby-Doo and Scrappy-Doo, and just a single clip of Captain Caveman and the Teen Angels is also there. (laughs) Suddenly, uh, once this is finished, they're falling through the air. Yep, so they all join hands and skydive down and crash into the dirt. Daphne started making airplane noises at one point. Yeah. Um, we get a sudden drop and landing on the ground, and they are back in the same hench that they were in before. No statue. No statue. Uh, Velma has no cell service. Yep. Uh, throughout this entire scene, Velma is just extremely skeptical about actual time travel having happened. Time travel would have required a cosmic level event. Daphne's like, well, oh, like sci-fi, like Thundar. Velma's like, Thundar is dumb fantasy, not sci-fi. Daphne's like, well, do you like Thundar. And Velma's like, well, I like Thundar's abs. And that, that'll come back up later. Yep. It's actually important. Uh, general consensus is that they've time traveled. Mm-hmm. Velma still doesn't believe it, but whatever. There's a horse there. Velma says to hold their horses, and then a horse shows up and everybody laughs. Yep. Um, this is, I'm going to mention a running joke that happens like three total times. Apparently Daphne thinks reality is a simulation. Yeah, she's, she's real on that, uh, on that train. Yep. Matrix 4 in theaters now. (laughs) Um, don't, don't go to the theaters if you don't have to. Anyways, he turns around, or Fred's about to say that everybody should just listen to Velma, who says that time travel isn't real, but then he turns around and just sees... All of Camelot. Giant castle. 
a fully restored castle. Mm-hmm. And the rest of the gang, except for Velma, now believes the, the time travel. Mm-hmm. Um, they head over to the castle, and there's a herald announcing King Arthur and Guinevere. Yep. Uh, King Arthur announces the defeat of the Saxons, and he's going to throw a party for himself. Yep. And have the Knights of the Round collect taxes. <laughs> yes. Something I noticed and noted down is that Shaggy mentions, huh, King Arthur looks familiar. Like, that's an actual line that he says. Yeah, I thought it was because in, when they were in the library, there was a statue of King Arthur there. Ah, okay. Like, there's like a little bust of him. It's just one of those things where it's like, oh, they pointed out a thing, it must be important, and then, you know. It is important. It is important. uh, Anyways, the entire crowd of unwashed common people, as they were referred to, just are booing King Arthur. Mm -hmm. Uh, And the general consensus is that King Arthur is just like Fred's dad, a big meanie. Yep. Uh, Thunder rumbles and Morgan Le Fay shows up to take the throne. Arthur draws his sword and it just goes flying because he's got butter hands. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's just a real dirtbag. Yeah. He throws his queen out of the way at one point. Mm-hmm. Uh, Morgan Le Fay shooting fireballs all over the place. And it's just like a big storm spiral up in the sky. Yep. I thought that would be more important in case like, you know, time travel was real. But um, spoilers, it's not important. Mm hmm. Um, so this whole thing happens where Morgan Le Fay harasses the town and King Arthur. Um, and the gang makes note of the fact that what they are just seeing sounds a lot like the story they just read. And Velma now is fully on board of the time travel theory and believes that Shaggy is the original Sir Norval and that they need to succeed at reenacting the story. Otherwise, there's going to be a massive time paradox and they will disappear from existence. Yeah, she's she's gone on board and is all de- she's defending it with the whole. There's a car outside. She's defending it with the whole. You know, well, any sufficiently advanced technology is indistinguishable from magic. Yeah. Uh, and Fred, after not getting to say it like three different times, finally gets to says, "Gang, it looks like we got another mystery on our hands." Mm-hmm. The gang get dressed in proper attire, which it's fine. And uh, oh, go did to we the mention party. that Velma is doing the the. The Back to the Future thing. Oh, no, I forgot. Yes. So the way that Velma is uh, going to determine is like if they still exist is by using the phone, which yeah, has their phone. So they don't so they don't ruin the timeline and also the universe. Yeah. Very, very Back to the Future. Um, and then they change clothes. And then they change clothes and head to the party. And the Herald announces the gang, uh, Sir Norville. From Chris- C- Crystal Covia. Mm-hmm. Um, Genghis' entourage. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, Excalibur's there. It's in a stone in the middle yeah, of the room. It's just there. It, don't worry about it. Um, Shaggy describes, like, where they're from and what they have, and Arthur is skeptical and says that- He says it's all Crystal witch- Covia. It sounds kind of uh, witchcrafty and new agey, doesn't it? Yeah. So he demands some magic, and Shaggy is very clever, and makes a sandwich. Yeah, sandwich jokes about witchcraft. Yeah. He's going to invent the hoagie 1,500 years early. Mm-hmm. Um, so he does the whole, you know, hoagie thing, uh, but he needs a knife, and so he to heads on sandwich. over. <laughs> Say again? To cut the sandwich, yeah. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Um, and he pulls Excalibur. 
Yeah, he just pulls Excalibur and just cuts the sandwich immediately. He's like, nice knife holder. Um, and everyone bows. Like, I know it's a nice sandwich, but you don't need to bow. It's fine. You can stand back up. Yeah. Um, Arthur is not happy about this. No, he says, uh, he basically is like, no, why Why would the sword make Shaggy heir to Camelot? Uh, and he goes to throw a pie at Shaggy, but then Merlin freezes it midair. Mm-hmm. And, and he tells and, him oh, to yeah. settle this like adults. Yeah, Merlin's here now, by the way. Yeah, he just shows up to do this. He's just here. Um, so... There's a, there's a, I loved this joke. Uh, we get to meet Merlin, who introduces himself, and everybody's like, Merlin? And Merlin says, Merlin, where? Yes, good. I really appreciated that. I was like, ah, jokes. Mm-hmm. And he teleports everybody to the arena. Mm-hmm. And, but Shaggy and King Arthur aren't actually going to fight. They're nobles. They have yeah. people to fight on their behalf. Instead, there's going to be a melee uh, for the crown between like a whole bunch of different people, mostly knights. And also, mostly, uh, mostly the Knights of the Round. Yep, uh, and also Fred and Daphne are down there. Mm-hmm. And Lancelot is extremely flirting with Guinevere. Yes, yes, indeed. So they're going to choose their teams, and at first you think, "Oh, this is going to be I pick one, you pick one," but no, uh, I didn't think that for a second. I, I was like, "Oh, oh, this is an I pick one, and then I'll pick another one, and then another yeah. one." I have my squad. You have to yes. face my squad. Yeah, and he. Arthur even goes so far as to choose Lancelot. Mm-hmm. Um, so Shaggy's going to choose Fred. Yep. And Fred isn't well, worried. Fre- Fred does. Fred doesn't. He doesn't choose Fred. Fred offers. Oh yeah, that's Fred true. volunteers. That's true. Uh, Fred's not worried because he figures, according to history, they've already won. Yeah, Velma goes inside to talk to Merlin mm-hmm. and almost gets blasted by fire uh, because Merlin was shapeshifted into a fire-breathing frog but returns to normal. Yep. Uh, he talks about burping fire into letters. Yeah, because he, he's like doing this little ramble about his sister mm-hmm. uh, and mistakes Velma for his sister's friend and offers to teach her. Mm-hmm. So she's going to learn this so she can get everybody back in time. Mm-hmm. And he gives her a book and tells her she'll know what to do with it when the time comes. Yep. Um, and then we cut to Fred getting kitted out in armor. Um, there's a cute moment between Fred and Daphne, and then also between Fred and, Sh- and Scooby. Mm-hmm. Um, but then, and then Morgan Le Fay shows up. <laughs> yep, Morgan Le Fay shows up and freezes Fred in place just long enough for him to stop competing. But Fred has a plan. Yeah. And then we cut to back to the arena, which uh, they're cheering for Fred, I think it was. But instead, Maybe. I think they were che- cheering like Fred, Fred, Fred. And King Arthur's like, where's your uh, fighting people or whatever? Where's your knight? Yeah. Uh, but instead, Daphne comes out on a horse wearing armor. Yeah. Yay. Um, Misogyny happens for a little bit, but Shaggy shuts him down. It's fine. Yeah, it's fine. Uh, we get a lot of jousting scenes and fighting with swords. I think my favorite part is that the lances have little fists on them. Yeah. Can't have, uh, anything sharp. Uh, and they they go a few rounds, uh... But then, uh, Daphne just punches him and kicks yeah. the shit out of him. She's just constantly dodging, and then when Lancelot is like, Oh, you're just gonna keep dodging, you don't have any way to attack me. And she's like, Oh, I'm supposed to attack you? 
and just nonstop like unleashes like devastating combo, just yeah. completely destroying. The it's man. real good. Uh, Shaggy and Arthur are very excited about the defeat because Shaggy just won part of the competition, and Arthur just got to see Lancelot getting beat. Yep. Um, and then we- uh, Daphne gets a bunch of cheers, and we get a bunch of clips of her just outperforming the rest of the Knights of the Round Table in yeah. different events. Yeah. Uh, there, there's a Princess Bride reference. Uh, some the guy does the Andre the Giant line of "Anybody want a peanut?" <laughs> and of note is that we get to see King Arthur and Shaggy kind of bonding over food mm-hmm. throughout this, while uh, Daphne. Kicks, kicks a, kicks ass. Uh, yeah. Uh, at one point, King Arthur is wearing a Falcon's jersey. <laughs> oh God, is he really? I for- I didn't realize that. It's not like explicitly a Falcon's jersey, but it's the color of a Falcon's jersey. That's funny. Um, and at the end, when Daphne has won, Shaggy has mixed feelings. There, oh, wait, there sorry. is a moment. I skipped. There is a moment where Fred gives Daphne the ascot for good luck during the last match. Yeah, it's very cute. Uh, she wins instantly. Yeah, she wins instantly. Much to Shaggy's sadness and Arthur's also sadness about the situation. Mm-hmm. Uh, Morgan Lefay Morgan shows up, yeah. Shows back up, summons the Black, Black Knight, and Daphne fights him. Yeah, he's like a giant bestial man. Yeah, you know, Black Knight things. Yeah. Uh, give me your money. Mm-hmm. Uh, and but Daphne- But Daphne, Daphne does have the power and the might, uh- when combined with Velma. Mm-hmm. Because Velma shows up in wizard robes. But she didn't learn any magic. So instead she just causes a Rube Goldberg machines, machine and knocks out the knight. Yeah, it just hits him with a big pole that yeah. kn- knocks him over and stuns him. Yeah. And then Shaggy throws Excalibur to Daphne. And it's rad. Yeah. Uh, and she uses it to, quote, unmask the Black Knight, cutting its helmet in half, revealing... A real, a real magic, magic skeleton? skeleton? Yeah, it's like a skull head with blue flames on yeah. it. <laughs> Velma's very annoyed by this, uh, and instead she summons Mer- Merlin. Yeah, she reads a limerick to summon Merlin. Yeah. Uh, Merlin mentions Barney Rubble, much to Shaggy's confusion. Shaggy says Barney Rubble's from the future, but Merlin's like, he's a caveman. <laughs> yeah. uh, and then Merlin just destroys the knight, like explodes it. He just like demagics the skeleton. Yeah. Returning it to being a normal skeleton. Yeah. Uh, Daphne's very impressed by this, but Velma mentions that she thinks he's a super genius from the 20th 7th century with ray guns and molecular transportation. And Merlin tells Velma to study harder. Yeah. Uh, and then he bounces. Yep. Morgan just is sitting there waiting patiently the whole time before yeah. stealing Shaggy. Well, no, she was waiting impatiently. She was just kind of rolling her eyes. Well, and... she, she wasn't interrupting anyone. She was That's just tapping your fingers. Uh, she was patient, but very impatient about it. Yeah, it's like when you're just sitting there in the video game Sonic the Hedgehog for the Sega Genesis, <laughs> and you're not pressing any buttons, so he just starts tapping his foot and staring at you. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so Morgan Le Fay kidnaps Shaggy. Mm-hmm. And Velma is like, oh no, you guys, uh, the, the phone-, phone picture is starting to flicker. Yeah, meaning they're going to be ra- erased from existence. Okay, um, I thought for a second, okay, spoilers for this. I thought for a second they were going to have Velma be an idiot just for this one thing. She got too caught up in everything else. Yeah. 
I was I mean, like gonna be a little upset about it, but you're like, you know what? It's fine. It's whatever. People they do that to Velma sometimes. Yeah, I mean, I didn't enjoy the reveal, but I understand why they did it. This is, you know, still in the era of well, we can't have the magic be confirmed real. Yeah. So, well, you know, they can hint at it, but they can't confirm it. Yeah. I don't know. I think they should have just absolutely gone uh Goblin Goblin King. I that thing is like this movie 100% works that way. Yeah. Until you get to the end. Yeah. That's why I was very disappointed by the end. It works and we'll get to that, but very disappointed. Um, and I have a yeah. thought regarding that, and I got to put a pin in that thought, so I got to return okay. to it. Write it down real quick. Okay. Yes. And I'll continue. Uh, so yeah, the phone the phone picture is starting to flicker. So Velma is worried about there being a paradox. Arthur's like, "Oh yeah, yeah, your friend was taken to Morgan's Keep. It's nearby, but it's guarded by deadly traps." Anyways, good luck. And then he eats a bunch of sandwiches. Mm-hmm. But then uh, he gets convinced to. Join them to help Shaggy because, you know... Sh- Shaggy is his friend. Shaggy is his friend. He's had such fun a, time. We get a flashback to them having fun during the arena montage. Which happened like five minutes before. Mm-hmm. He realized that Shaggy is literally the closest thing he's ever had to a friend. Yeah. So he stops eating and knights the gang so that way he can take them all to go save Shaggy. Mm-hmm. Since the rest of his knights were broken by yeah, Daphne. By Daphne. It was oops. <laughs> Um, and then they head out on- Yeah, the entire gang armor's out up this time. Yeah. Uh, they get to head out on a wagon designed to look like the mystery machine. Yeah, it's not quite as fun as when they did that in, um, Frank and Creepy. That part of Frank oh, yeah. and Creepy was really good, because it had, like, the top half, too. But this isn't bad. It's still cute. Yeah. Uh, Velma gets the sense that they've been to Morgan's Keep before, which I feel like this is one of those things that doesn't get- cleared up later have have they they haven't right no unless it's like she's trying to imply that they drove by it on the way but we never saw that no so here's the thing and you mentioning that this was part of a bigger story makes me think that they had something and in the edits of whatever they were working with they just oh, do you think that Morgan's Keep maybe was originally supposed to be like wherever they caught the sheriff guy originally? I don't know, but something like something in this movie might have previously had the actual reference that mm. ended up being not included at all because Morgan's Keep does not exist anywhere else in this movie. Um, so now that I now that I know it, it maybe that's the case where something got lost on the editing room floor. And mm, nobody noticed. It's possible. Anyways, Arthur tries to spook them for a bit with the description of all the traps and all that. And then just Morgan opens up the drawbridge for them. Yeah. But there are very deadly traps inside. Yeah, like there's an arrow trap that just sends off like a million arrows. Mm-hmm. And so Velma tries a spell, but it doesn't work. So Fred lashes all the armor together to make a, a trap-proof sled boat mm-hmm. that is propelled by a trebuchet firing a rock that's tied to it yeah which i love this uh, it's so silly i love it <laughs> it's such a good solution this is like this is some D level yeah problem solving yeah um so they get inside further inside and they find shaggy yeah and, and shaggy's just you know at a dinner table eating food yep just inside a dragon's den mm-hmm just eating food. Um, 
And we get a whole food sequence of him, Shaggy, uh, Shaggy, Scooby, and Arthur just eating food. Also, I guess we should point out that when the sled, when we say the sled, like, safely makes it there, like, we do see a million traps going off constantly. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Firing in between the members of the gang. Here's the thing. It never becomes, like, a thing of consequence, so I never wrote it down. It comes up later that there's all these traps. It comes up later, but it also never ends up being something of consequence. Yeah. That's so, fair, I guess. Like, I was just like, oh, okay, I guess. Yeah. Um, Anyways, um... Yeah, there's so, there. there's a moment where Velma's like, it's too late, guys. The phone's not even working anymore. As if... I was wh- like, Velma, whatever- Velma, did you forget how a phone works? I was like, are, are, really, are we going down this way? <laughs> okay. Um, um, apparently... Also- we should. I want to point out that when they're eating the food at the table, mm-hmm. um, one Shaggy offers it to Fred, and Fred just slaps it out of his hands. <laughs> yes, um, that's so funny. Uh, and there's a bit in the trailer that is, that is from the scene that I, I enjoyed a lot when I saw the trailer. Ooh. Um, so if you want to go, uh, folks at home, if you want to watch the trailer, it's the scene where um, Shaggy, Scooby, and King Arthur are all sitting at the table playing poker, but with food. Yes. And just Scooby does a whirling around and slapping a slice of cheese on a cat. It makes no sense as to why it's here. It's just here for this one bit where the, he throws a piece of cheese at yeah, it. Yeah, the cat does not have any context. And it's it's just there. It's just part of the horde. I thought it was going to be like King Arthur's cat or something. Nope. When I saw the trailer. Nope. But no, it's just like, bam. Scooby just whacks this cat in the head with a slice of cheese and it falls over. Yep. Anyways, yeah, uh, Velma forgot how phones work. Mm-hmm. Um, but apparently, maybe the part of the problem is the fact that Shaggy has apparently granted the deed to the throne to Morgan Le Fay for the food, for as much food as he can eat. Yeah, so I thought that this was going to be like revealed like, haha, so that actually is Nolan Void because Shaggy can eat an infinite amount of food. That would have been a good way to solve that. I, I was waiting for that shoe to drop this entire scene. Um No. Fred runs up to fight her, but then she just disappears and makes a pun about turning into a dragon, because she turns into a dragon. Yeah, she turns into a dragon. Uh, So yeah, they run away, and Dragon LeFay chases them. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. They get to the- like, this is the sequence where, oh, nothing actually, like, does anything- so, There's the trap hallway and Morgan Le Fay keep Morgan Le Fay dragon form just constantly gets hit by every single trap because she's on the the side of the buttons that would hit the trap would hit. Mm-hmm. And she does at one point fall down a pit, but you know she's a dragon. I thought it was gonna do the cartoon like Tom and Jerry thing. By the time they get to the end of the hallway, she would be like tripping over herself, dizzy from uh, being smashed with enough things. Yeah, but they stopped doing that like halfway through. Yeah. Um, so they get to the drawbridge, and it's starting to close, and they all scramble up except Arthur and Shaggy. Arthur stays behind to hold the door open. He's holding the door open, using his entire body's muscle mass, and he Mm. just entirely flexes out of his shirt. Yep. Destroys his his tunic and leaves his abs sparkling open. And then uh, more, and then heroic sacrifice. Yep. And then Dragon Le Fay eats him. Yep. Uh, and then she goes to just blast him with fire. But Velma thinks about how uh, Merlin told her she'll know when to use the book, 
And she just throws the book in its mouth, causing the the fire to backfire uh-huh. and explode her. And then there's Arthur and Morgan Le Fay, just there. Yep. So um, they get back to Camelot. Mm-hmm. And they're starting to get cr- congratulated by Arthur. But then Fred asks about the phone, but it's not working. Um, they despair about ever returning back to their time period. King Arthur is like, oh, you'll always have a place on my Knights of the Round. Mm-hmm. As we I- work to make the world a better place. Mm-hmm. And then Vilma interrupts and congratulates them on their great performance. Yes. And then she goes to unmask Morgan Le Fay, revealing Mrs. Ms. Wentworth? Wentworth, the librarian. Yeah, the librarian. It's the librarian. Um, so yeah, we we find out that this was not time travel. Yeah, it's all sleep gas and light shows. Mm-hmm. Uh, the phone yeah. only just you know died from lack of charge. That's it. Fred got frozen because he's just very impressionable. Yeah. Um, uh, and she demonstrates this by just shouting the word jump at him, and he just goes flying through the air. Yeah. Uh, King Arthur was a British thespian named Winston Pilkingtonshire the yep. whole time. He's was- the guy who plays Thundar the Barbarian on TV. Yep. Uh, when he was telling Shaggy to leave him behind during the final heroic sacrifice part, he says demon dogs, which apparently was Thundar's catchphrases. Mm-hmm. He says it in this scene earlier. Uh, and apparently. A- apparently he's, I, I want to point out that he claims to have played Thundar for 30 years, which is such an AU in which Thundar the Barbarian existed for 30 years. Well, also the fact that it existed as a TV show, not a cartoon. I'm assuming that it's not a TV show. No, it is a cartoon. They, yeah. they pulled up, they straight up pulled anime, like... The the show that shows up at the beginning that is animation from the show I think yeah yeah but in within the context of Hanna Barbera it makes sense that it would then be considered a uh, live action TV show with an actor yeah. that they could actually like see and recognize that is what they did with Blue Falcon and Dynamon mm-hmm. Dog Wonder um, but yeah most importantly the way that they really figured out it was it was him. Because both Velma and Daphne would know those abs anywhere. Mm-hmm. He thanks his troop and is like, all right, everybody take a bow. Norval or Morgana hired us for their newest attraction, Camelot Reimagined. Mm-hmm. Which is just... like a, it's like an immersive renaissance village. Yep. And Shaggy complains, it's like, did they really have to knock them out to pretend it was real? But yes, they did. Because Shaggy is why they did the whole thing. Well, not the, not the whole thing. Well, the whole knocking the them out and the movie. <laughs> pretending that it was real as opposed to a tourist attraction. Yeah, they, they would still pretend it's real for the tourist attraction. They just wouldn't knock you out for it. Mm-hmm. They would, uh, you know, they would just let you walk in. Um, but the mayor was like, listen, Shaggy might have been here to claim the town because the, t- the town's origin story was real, supposedly. Was the mayor there? Not here. Oh yeah, but okay. they were revealing that that's why the, they did this. The mayor wanted them oh, to yes. do that because yeah. of the, the mayor afraid. told them all about the new plan. Yep. Um, and or, Shaggy, I think the librarian is the part is the person saying all of this because yes. she does a big reveal in a second. Yeah, um, Shaggy reveals the fact that no, he doesn't want to own real estate. Why would he ever want to own real estate? His entire existence is like. A perfect example of what happens and what crazy things people get up to when they want to own real estate. 
and he's willing to sign the DOA to the town. But then the librarian is like, oh, thank you. I'm glad you are. Uh, except you already have to me. Aha. Aha. And then Question. she just grabs a sword. <laughs> yeah. Question. Yeah. Who's the deed signed out to? I bet is she fills it all out and then just have Shaggy sign it and Shaggy's not going to read that. That's a good point. Anyway, she grabs the sword and takes a fighting stance and she's like, I'm going to take all the profits for myself instead of the plan of splitting it amongst the entire town, which is a great plan, by the way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so she takes the mystery machine and heads off and they have to stop her before she gets to the mailbox. Which is in the actual town, not Camelot. Yeah. Which makes sense. Um... Which is also just right, right down the road. They just, no one ever saw it because all of the windows in the building only face one way. <laughs> yeah, and they're also in like, um, like surrounded by hills. Yeah, they're like on the side of a mountain and all that. Mm-hmm. So there's a big chase where- She takes the mystery machine and leaves. Yeah, and they, the gang and Winston chase after her on the, the dragon. Yes, yeah, the dragon animatronic. Which apparently uh, drives like a lorry. Yeah, it's like a modified, uh, you know, little truck. Yeah, even though it runs like a dog. Mm-hmm. Um, so they chase after her, whole big chase sequence. They reach the town, and she's about it, to- it, it does fly at one point. Like, the dragon flies off the cliff and then just yeah. takes <laughs> flight into the midair and then loses a wing against a wall and just is entirely destroyed as it crashes into the town. Yeah. Um... And she's about to put the D into the, bo- the mailbox, but Winston just chucks Excalibur at it, pinning it to the box. Yeah, and then, and then Velma uses the dragon head to fire, fire at the mailbox, and the mailbox just melts into yeah, the ground. Yeah, everything is destroyed. Everything is destroyed, which I'm pretty sure is like some kind of felony. Yeah, listen... Um, There's real estate crimes happening here. And and here's the thing, right? So the police show up, and and the librarian gets arrested. W- w- what was her crime? Like, yeah, she had a deed and was trying to make off with it, but that was attempted theft, right? Yeah, I mean, it's one of those things where, like, she's probably not- nothing's probably gonna actually stick. Yeah. Worst case scenario is maybe endangerment, but that's no more endangerment than literally anyone else here. The the thing that kills me is the fact that, you know, the endangerment and the actual crime was Velma melting a, a, a mailbox. Yeah. That shit uh, is hard to melt. Yeah. It was the really mayor funny. shows up. Yep. Mayor and shows everybody's up. everybody's like, hey, man, why are you trying to gaslight us? Yeah. Here's, uh, and the, the Shaggy gives the deed away. And it's just like, yeah, I would have been, I was really proud. I'm really proud to have been like. From a place that's so innovative. And creative. And creative. Here's the thing, right? Here's the thing. Uh-huh. The town is the actual villain, right? The real estate villains is the town. It's the mayor specifically. Because, like, the rest of the town wasn't involved with that. Like, they were kind of involved with that because they were like, oh. oh that's right. You know what? I'm I'm conflating um the troop with the town. Yeah. Um, so yeah, the the mayor is the actual villain. Because like the acting troupe was just paid to do a job. Very true. Um, so yeah, it's just kind of like it cracks me up because yeah, real estate sucks to own real estate, huh? Th- mm-hmm. That's what this is what happens when you own real estate. Somebody goes to wild means in order to obtain the deed to the real estate. 
someone knocks you out and puts you in the $5,000 Disney Star Wars hotel and mm-hmm. then you have to LARP your way to freedom. Yep. Um, but yeah, so they're going to have a party. Yep. And Shaggy and Winston are like, man, our friendship is real. Mm-hmm. You can't fake that. Yep. Uh, Velma says bye to Merlin and then the mayor was like, you talking to your friend over there? Oh, we have nothing to do with that guy. Yeah. Um, Merlin leaves, turns into a frog, and magic is real. Wink. Wink. And then uh, Daphne says that everything's still a simulation. Yep. And then Scooby Dooby Doo. Yeah, that's the end. Yep. Um. Okay. So my note, my note, right? Yeah, your note. Hit me with your note. So I love the idea of everyone in the gang independently learning magic. Just yeah. like, just like Shaggy's already had his time with Scooby. That was a fun romp. This would have been really fun for Velma to learn magic. I I would have liked it if like they did. Okay, if let's say it was like plausibly real time travel and they never go over that and then at the end like so like Velma does have to do like a real spell for once during the yeah. climax yeah like there's wild. no place like home kind of stuff it's fine um and then at the end when everybody wakes up that da- uh Velma's just like no it was something in the food we ate it was like a shared hallucination I definitely didn't do real magic yeah wink yeah it's just like it would be really fun as an idea of just having all of the gang being able to do real magic learning it and then hiding it from each other, assuming that they all don't know magic. Mm. I think it'd be really funny. But I guess that's just a fanfic kind of thing. It's not like they're going to have real magic, like, actually happen in a Scooby-Doo movie. Nah. Not these days. Not these days. The monsters will never be real again. Yeah. Oh, uh, what's your overall thoughts, though? Overall, it's actually really fun. I thought it was a, it was a decent movie, like a, a positively decent movie. Mm-hmm. It was a lot of fun. Hated the mystery so much. Yeah, this is definitely more about the journey and less about the destination. Yeah, it's like it. It was very fun for the jokes. It was very fun for like their interactions with the people. Um, I actually really enjoyed Winston. Like he was a jerk, yeah. but he was clearly meant to be a jerk. Yeah, he had a character arc too. Yeah. It was like, he realized, it's like, huh, I actually was friends with Shaggy. And I liked that. Um, wish And, I, like, I, by the end, when they get back, he's like, no, I was shittish to all the people in my town. We're going to make the world a better place. Yeah. Yeah. And you if know? it had actually been King Arthur, it would have been really nice. Yeah. But as it was, he was just, you know, an actor, and that was fine. Yeah. Could have been better, but it's fine. Um. How do you feel knowing that that was the guy who played Dick Dastardly? <laughs> Oh, I had no idea. I still had no idea, even though you told me at the beginning of the movie. (laughs) Uh, Positive, I suppose. It's not bad. Yeah. All right. How would you compare it to Lego Scooby-Doo Haunted Hollywood? Hmm. Personally, in my opinion, Mm -hmm. I think it's better. I do think it's better. Um, How would you say it compares to Maxwell Adams' last appearance on the show, Happy Halloween Scooby-Doo? Hmm. Which again was the one where um, Elvira was there and Bill Nye was there, and oh, this is better. This is better than that. Okay, I think so. Like for in terms of secondary characters, I okay. Here's my thoughts: if this wasn't, if this was like for real, they went back in time and hung out with King Arthur, it would for sure one hundred percent be better. 
Oh yeah, absolutely. I think I think it not being that does make it slightly worse in my opinion, actually. I, I yeah, it's it's such a weird situation because overall I really enjoyed the movie. Hated the mystery reveal. Hated yeah. it. So it, it does knock it down a little bit in my opinion. And so yeah, I think I'm gonna lean with you in this regard. Because yeah, it 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 could have been better. It could have been uh, a ten out of ten movie. The the first. It what could is have been it? a new top three movie. It absolutely could have been. Like if they had stuck the landing, it would have been up there, for for sure. Um, but then the last like fifteen minutes happened, and it was just kind of like, eh, it's okay. They just didn't stick with the good idea that they had. Yeah. Which was Scooby Doo and all in King Arthur's time. Yeah, it would have been it would have been so good. Mm-hmm. Um, how would you say this movie compares to Sonic the Hedgehog twenty twenty? Ooh, <laughs> which is which is relevant because Sonic the Hedgehog two just had its trailer drop last week at Ooh. time of recording. Hmm. Idris Elba's in it. Ooh, this is difficult. I'm gonna say worse. Worse than Sonic the Hedgehog 2020, okay. Yes. No, that's fair, I understand that. Yeah. Like, it's such a weird situation, too, there, because technically speaking, the thing with Sonic the Hedgehog 2020, right? Mm -hmm. It's not like an original plot. It is excruciatingly non-original in this plot. Yeah. But man, does it pull it off real well. Yeah, that's kind of like the point, you know, it's playing yeah. it a little bit safe, but you know, the the thing about it is that it's Sonic the Hedgehog. Yeah, so it's like, I feel like the meat and potatoes of Sonic the Hedgehog 2 ended up being so much better, simply because it had that, like, structure. Sonic the Hedgehog 1. Uh, so, yes. I, I was looking directly at the number 2 when I said the word. Ah. Uh-huh. Um, whereas this movie went back to its safety net. And didn't take any chances, but the meat and potatoes did not hold it up enough. Yeah, it's like one of those things where it's like you had it right at the end, but then you like served it with a bad side dish or something. Yeah, it just, gosh, it really, really genuinely could have been one of the best Scooby-Doo movies of all time. I For sure, I do. I think it would literally be our new number four. Yeah. I think if this was just Scooby-Doo and King Arthur times, it would be our current number four. Yeah, I agree with you. Maybe even our number three. It would be a fight. Oh, I don't think it would have been able. It would have had to have a really good sticking sti- uh, uh, stick ending. Okay, okay. Velma casting landing. a magic spell would not make this better than Goblin King. No. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. Like I said, it would I, be a fight. It would be a fight. It would have been a fight. Oh, it depends on the character arc for Velma of her. Yeah. Like, resigning herself to being like, yeah, okay, I guess I'm magic, but I'm going to ignore this forever now. Like, yeah, I don't think she casts, like, an actual spell until the climax of the movie, yeah, right? very, very end. clearly, yeah. Like- Like, she casts a big fireball at the end. Yeah. Oh, man, that's ho- that's difficult. It would have been a fight for, for number uh, number three. Yeah, for sure. It, but as it is, it's not a fight. No. Uh, no. How would you say this movie compares to Curse of the 13th Ghost? Hmm. This is the one with Vincent Van Gogh and Daphne's taking charge of the gang and Flim Flam is there. And, you know, we can't say for sure that the ghosts are real, but, you know, maybe the ghosts are real. I'm going to say better. 
Better, okay. That's fair, I agree. Uh, how about compared to Moon Monster Madness? You know, that was the one we watched with Tanner and Lindsay, and they went to the moon, and then they blew up a moon base at the end. Yeah. And Aliens was there. Yeah. I think Moon Monster Madness is better. Uh-huh. This is difficult. All right. How would you say this movie compares to Scoob? Shaggy went to hell. Shaggy did go to hell. If only for a second. If only for a second. Mmm. Jason Isaacs was in both of these. <laughs> Fun fact for the folks at home. This is the third time I've said it. What do you say about making it better? I'm okay with making it better. I, yeah. I'm perfectly fine with saying it's better. Yeah. It's a, it's a, this one's also a hard one for me. But I think I... the Except for the last 15 minutes, this was such a good movie. Yeah, it's it's really just and like you know to be fair, it's this movie the, the last fifteen minutes of this movie does the thing that I was saying in the last episode about you know changing up the format of a Scooby Doo story. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Where like the first part isn't the mystery of like solving a criminal thing; it's the solving a mystery of how did we get here, what is going on, and then yeah. really it's not even that; it's you know it's a heroic adventure. Mm-hmm. Um, in King Arthur times. And then and in the sec- second half, it's like, you know, fun chase sequence, mm-hmm. action montage. Yeah. And the thing is, right, don't get us wrong, it- it's not so much that the end was bad for a Scooby-Doo movie. It's that it could have been so it much better. It could have been so much better. So much better. Like, this play. is, you know, where is this? This is, uh, this is our current number 20. Number mm-hmm. 21, or not, no, number 19. Sorry. Mm-hmm. So, like, that's the top 20 Scooby-Doo movie when there's yep. been, like, nearly 50 of them. Yeah. That's in, the that's in like, the upper percentile. Not, mm-hmm. like, the upper upper, but, like, you know, in the... I would give it a passing grade, you know? Yep. I'd give it, like, a B. Like, a B minus. Mm-hmm. Granted, we have seen 43 movies. 44 movies. 40, 44 movies. Mm-hmm. That's true. We have 46 movies on this list. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's very true. Uh, so I guess I should read the list, huh? Yep. Okay, here we go. From the bottom to the top, our ranking of Scooby-Doo movies starts at the bottom with Monster of Mexico, Scooby Doo and the Reluctant Werewolf, Scooby Doo Meets the Boo Brothers, Return to Zombie Island, Scooby Goes Hollywood, Scooby Doo and Arabian Nights, Samurai Sword, Franken Creepy, Curse of the Lake Monster, Gourmet Ghost, WWE, Curse of the Speed Demon. Alien Invaders, Loch Ness Monster, Legend of the Vampire, Aloha, Scooby-Doo, WrestleMania Mystery, Zombie Island, Music of the Vampire, Scooby-Doo, 2002, Mask of the Blue Falcon, Lego Scooby-Doo, Blowout Beach Bash, Pirates Ahoy, Lego Scooby-Doo, Haunted Hollywood, Big Top, Curse of the 13th Ghost, Stage Fright, Scoob, Sword in the Scoob. <laughs> that's that's going to trip me up from now on. Uh-huh. Moon Monster Madness, School School, Sonic the Hedgehog 2020, Scooby-Doo, The Mystery Begins, Pokemon Detective Pikachu, Cyber Chase, Scooby-Doo 2, Monsters Unleashed, Happy Halloween, Scooby-Doo. Legend of the Phantasaur, Shaggy's Showdown, Abracadabra Doo, Daphne and Velma's Kiss, Rock and Roll Mystery, Where's My Mummy, Chill Out, Scooby-Doo, Goblin King, Witch's Ghost, Camp Scare. There you go. <sighs> we could have had it all! We could have run rolling in the deep. Ugh. <laughs> You know, That's all right. There'll be someday. other Scooby-Doo movies that might, you know, surpass Goblin King, maybe at least. Maybe. 
someday. They'll have to be real, real good. They'll have to be real. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, the magic has to be real, and not just a teaser at the end. Uh, Oh boy, Uh, I guess it's time for plugs, yeah? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. You can find the show on Twitter, at Kids and Their Dog. That's it. Mm Mm-hmm. Bees. You can find me on Twitter at LavaBees, L-A-V-A-B-E-E-S. I don't do very much. Like a platypus. Mm-hmm. You can find me on Twitter at MadLobotanist. It's M-A-D-L-O-B-O-T-A-N-I-S-T. And you can find my website, which has all of the podcasts that I do and that I've been on as a guest at MadLobotanist.NeoCities.org, which is the same as my Twitter handle, .NeoCities.org. We have two movies left. Yep. Which is weird to think about. So I'm not uh, going to think about it until we actually, you know, get to that point. Uh, and, you know, folks at home, both of them are crossovers, actually. Oh, yeah, huh. Well, uh, I, I need to talk to someone to see about getting a guest on for this next one. But, so a 50-50 chance uh, that either next month is Scooby-Doo and Batman the Brave and the Bold, or Scooby-Doo and Courage straight out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. It's one of those two, for sure, because it's the only two left. <laughs> we haven't had any news yet, have we? No, there's been no news. Oh, man. we might only has, get... I haven't even found any rumors. Yeah, we might only get one Scooby-Doo movie next year. What if, let me specifically search for Scooby-Doo movie in the news section. Maybe, maybe, maybe there's like a secret new movie that there's rumors about or something. Let me type in movie rumors. And then I go to the news section of Google and then I sort by date. We have gotten two Scooby-Doo movies every year except for 2011 where there was only one Scooby-Doo movie but Mm. three Scooby-Doo movies in 2010. And before that was uh, 2008 with Goblin King. So on one hand, yes, I, I... Hey... I'm fine with it, but at the same time, I'm like, what are we going to do? Well, we know what we're going to do, secretly. You yeah. Know, people at home don't know that we know, but we know. We know. And if you don't know, well, now you know. You know? Yeah. It's the thing, right? Is that Sword in the Scoop is like literally the only film we've ever had a rumor about. I know, right? Because <laughs> like, it's cause it's Courage, so the Cowardly Do- Cowardly- Courage the Cowardly Log literally dropped out of nowhere. Log. It's the cowardly log. He came out of nowhere. <laughs> it really did. I think it was just because... Is it because the, the title was so enticing? King Arthur's Court? Yeah, I I don't know. But then you got Courage the Cowardly Dog. What? Yeah, and it's like... And like there, were, there was no lead up before the trailer that got released for Happy Halloween Scooby-Doo either, which... Again, we had gotten the rumor about Sword in the Scoop before that. Yeah. And they were just like, surprise, here, we're coming out with a movie that's got Bill Nye and Elvira in it. Yeah. And it's not the movie that you thought it was. No. It'll, it'll maybe it'll happen. We'll, we'll get something, but we won't be able to cover it. No. Weird. Oh, I don't, hold on, let me take a look. Because, uh, you know, you're looking at the release order. Um, the movie comes out in February, then one in October, and then one in February. You know, maybe, maybe it could happen. 
Yeah, but then we've got a couple of others that are start in like, oh, well, no, the May releases are the feature films, like the big films. So mm. we might very well just randomly get. Uh, our, on our like final episode that we're recording, suddenly there's going to be news that drops after we finish recording it. So that entire episode, we're going to be like, all right, it's a fond farewell to the show. And then yeah. literally like the next day before the episode even goes out, they're going to just show us news. Yeah drop a trailer or something and it's gonna be so annoying <laughs> it is <laughs> that that it, it would be really funny if they did that uh anyways we rambled on for enough yep. so we'll we'll figure out what movie we're watching and we'll tweet about it uh mm-hmm. but until then good luck nope that's the other show i do what I the hell say- what the hell what am i doing what happened where what is am that? i where am i Are we in a simulation? Everything's breaking down. Oh, no. No, no, no. Until next time, they would have gotten away with it, too. If it weren't for us meddling kids. Uh, The other thing is uh, on RNGG, the podcast about the video game, where I say good luck. Ha 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 ha!